Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to Hashtag Lakers, your homie's place for all things Lakers. Hashtag perfectly for your ears. With special appearances from Laker beat writers, NBA insiders, journalists, and Laker fanatics all over the world. We'll break down and analyze the latest games, trending news, trade rumors, signings, injuries, and much more. So tune in and let's talk Lakers basketball. Hey, hoop heads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. up and welcome to hashtag lakers brought to you by hoop heads and dash radios nothing but net channel i'm yola gazo i'm joined by uh my co-host mckay westbrook and today we have a, a guest on the show we'd like to welcome austin boyd he's a, a writer for heavy.com and covering the lakers and the raiders as well in the nfl so uh austin welcome to the show yeah thanks for having me yeah, I appreciate you hopping on the show here. Um, uh, so the agenda for today is uh, to talk about um, uh, Andre Drummond's short-lived debut against the Bucks and the uh, toe injury he sustained. After that, on the second segment, we'll talk about Frank Vogel's comments about the buyout market. And then finally, on the latter end of the show, we want to talk about the upcoming uh, seven-game road trip for the Lakers, but uh, yeah, let me get your thoughts on the on Andre Drummond's uh, first game as a Laker. Obviously, he was injured and he didn't play the whole game. And according to him, it was Brooke Lopez who stepped on his foot in the first quarter, which caused you know his his toe injury, his his, his toenail to to pop out pretty much. Uh, he didn't, he said he didn't think much of it, but it started to hurt more in the second quarter, and uh, that's when he checked in. And, uh, you know, he told everybody that his, uh, it was told that uh, his toenail had come off. But, uh, yeah, let, let, uh, Austin, McKay, let me know, let me get your thoughts on on uh, Drummond's uh, first game here as a Laker. Yeah, so, um, I, I mean, first thing, I've, I've had that happen to me before playing basketball as well. And Broski, you got to clip your, your toenails so that your, your toenails aren't coming off. Uh, I, I mean, I, I think everybody's hope, um, as Laker fans was for Andre Drummond to come to the team and to immediately be, 
uh, almost the savior, you know, uh, for us to put up huge numbers and to be exactly the answer for all of our problems. I mean, I know that's what I was looking for. Um, but obviously, uh, his night was short lived because of his toe. Um, but at the same time, I think it's, it's going to take him a little bit to, uh, get this, get into the swing of things. Um, he's got to learn a totally new system with the Lakers. Uh, he's, I, I mean, I'm not sure what his basketball activities have been for the last month or so since he's been sitting for the Cavs. Um, so it's, it's going to take a minute for him to step into things, I think, and to really feel it out. And hopefully this toe injury is something that's short-lived and he, he doesn't miss more than a game or two. Um, but, uh, there, there were some flashes of what he's capable of and what he's going to be able to do for us, which is, uh, that, that big body there, there in the middle to just clog it up. Um, one of the things that impressed me about him was his, uh, he, he's pretty fast on his feet. Um, on, he had a block where he bit on the first, um, the first shot that was, was going to be taken. Um, I'm, I'm trying to remember uh, who, who was taking the shot, but, um, instead of shooting, they passed it and he was able to come down and get back up again and, and block the shot, um, before, uh, the other guy was able to, to put it in. So, um, he's quick. He's, he's a big body. Um, you know, he's athletic and I, I'm liking what I see, even though he didn't put up anything substantial on his first night. Yeah, I will say, so I, I definitely think everybody was hoping he was going to have this big dazzling debut. And obviously it's not ideal to not play for weeks. Like I, I don't know how many exact weeks he was out because um, the Cavs were holding him out because they were trying to figure out what to do with him. It's not ideal to be out for a few weeks and then your first game back is against one of the best defensive teams in the NBA. And he definitely, to me, he looked out of shape. There was, I, I remember the broadcasters when they were talking, uh, they were like, oh yeah, he's talking about how he's the best shape of his life. He's lost 10 pounds. Um, and then they cut to him and he just looked completely gassed within the first <laughs> few minutes of the game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I, it's not a concern. I don't, I, I told, I, I believe him when he says that he's lost weight and he's in shape, but it's like, he can't really simulate game shape until he play games. So I do think it's it's a bit of a bummer that he's going to miss. Uh, I know he's missing the next game, um, and he might miss one or two after that. Uh, it's kind of a bummer that he's going to miss those games because, yeah, I think he just – I think the biggest thing is they just need him on the court because he needs to get those reps in. Once he gets in shape, he'll be fine. But, yeah, I think he was just tired. And you that was kind of obvious and um, kind of like how he didn't play a ton of minutes. Obviously, he had his injury. Um, but I think they just can't kind of need to – Bring him in slowly. Uh, I know Mark Gasol gets dogged on a lot. Mark Gasol is not a terrible player by any means, even no. at his age. Mm-hmm. So just kind of like uh, just bringing Dr- Drummond along slowly. I know it's tough because we don't have AD and LeBron right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and they want him to come in and kind of fill in that giant hole that those two left. That's just not going to happen right now. It's going to sure. take some time. Mm-hmm. Um but it will be it'll be interesting to see how he comes along. I'm not too worried about it because I mean he's proven in the past that he could be a really really productive player. So yeah, he only had a couple points, 
uh, didn't get 15 rebounds like he always does, but just give him some time and he'll be, um, he'll be, I think everything that they're kind of hoping he is. Yeah. And, and I feel like it was kind of a bummer that, um, you know, he got hyped up so much for his first game, right. Um, as a Laker. Um, and I think that uh, as fans, uh, a lot of people were, you know, didn't, didn't give him um, the proper, the appropriate, uh, you know, expectations. Um, you know, like you guys were saying, I completely agree. Um, you know, they were, they were expecting him to pick up, put up big numbers like AD and LeBron to be the savior and whatnot. No, no. Like you guys were saying, um, uh, you know, it, his offense went what, uh, um, now, what I expected it to be shooting struggles because he hasn't played since February. Um, he has to get those in-game reps like you were talking about, Austin. Um, he looked lost, honestly. He looked like he was uh, still trying to learn his role, pretty much. Like uh, trying to learn the system, the Lakers system, the Vogel system. And obviously, that's the defensive side. And then um, with the the offensive side, you have, you have to learn everything that Jason Kidd's, uh, uh, you know, his... Uh, offensive strategy there but uh I'm, I'm glad austin that you you touched on gasol because like you're right i feel like he um he's he's been the bearer of of a lot of insults lately on twitter and on instagram and whatnot um and it it's uh, it's it was um really hard to see that he only played in the fourth quarter um and I, I just feel like sometimes, you know, I'm not the coach and coach Vogel has a lot more knowledge, a lot more basketball knowledge than I do. Um, but sometimes I feel like he has some bad tendencies when it comes to rotations, but like, I get it. Um, you know, you test the water, you, you try it out before the real thing, right? Regular season is a rehearsal. So you, you just try out rotations along the way. Um, but it was still weird to see Gasol only play in the fourth quarter. Um, even when you knew Drummond wasn't going to come back at the halftime. Um, I just felt like when Gasol did come back in the fourth, he gave the offense a little boost. Um, and I think I just, I just think that that can't be understated. Um, like, sure. He's not the one making buckets out there. He's not missing open or he's missing open threes. Uh, but he does give the offense some options as a big man passer. He spaces the floor, allows you to run the offense around him and shooter and shooter, uh, and, you know, you get guys open and cutting to the lane. He just gives uh, the Lakers so much versatility. Um, and, you know, uh, and he's been very professional throughout all of this since, uh, you know, Drummond uh, made it to the team. Um, and hopefully we'll see some, some, you know, when Drummond does come back, we'll see some more, um, some more Drummond, uh, uh, Gasol and, and Trez. Um, you know, more, more, uh, more minute, more balanced minutes, I guess. Uh, and I guess depending on the matchup, right. Um, if you need a four, four floor spacer, then you put Gasol in. And if you need someone with, with some dog and some, some scoring, then you, you have to put uh Trez in there. Right. Um, and then if you need a big body, then uh, put Drummond in there. So, I mean, I, I like, the, the Lakers roster, I like Drummond uh, a lot. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Give him some time. Uh, but back off on Gasol, man, because <laughs> he, he gives so much. He, he's so he's so good in, uh, uh, for this team. 
Yeah, I think just you give Gasol a little bit more time. And I mean, we have to remember he was out for like two, two or three weeks with COVID. You're right. Uh, yeah. So we haven't gotten a lot of time with Gasol. And no, he's not an elite player. He's not a huge difference maker, but he's not. Right terrible i mean he's exactly he's arguably a better he's a more skilled defender than drummond i'm not saying he's going to be a better defender in the long run because drummond's so much more athletic um but i mean gasol i think i think gasol's just kind of getting a lot of criticism because the lakers haven't been having this like perfect season sure right i don't know people people like to act like ad died or something because Everybody's treating it like the Lakers are this like mess right now. It's just wait. AD should be back in a couple of weeks. Uh-huh. Um, hopefully LeBron uh, shortly after. And once that happens, like I, I, I don't think we're going to get the full impact of Drummond until LeBron comes because LeBron is so good at making everybody around him better. And I think we're going to see like really big things from uh, Drummond when LeBron's back, especially AD too. It's like having AD and LeBron is going to take so much. That's going to give him so many opportunities to just get open and get rebounds and just not have to worry too much about the little things. Just do what he's good at. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I think uh, be, because of that, you know, I I think the dynamic when LeBron and AD are back on the floor with Andre Drummond is going to be so much different than it is in these games to come um what i'm really looking to see is him getting back into shape him kind of getting the feel of of what our system is um how he meshes with some of the other players right right all right i think that was a a good discussion guys um but let's take a break here and when we come back we'll uh talk about frank vogel's comments on the buyout market uh and who they're looking for Uh, So stay tuned, guys, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Hey, Hoopheads, we appreciate you listening to this episode of Hashtag Lakers. Be sure to check out these other NBA pods on the Hoopheads Podcast Network, including Cavalier Central, Risen Grind, Knuck a few buck, 305 culture, and blazing the path. Also, don't miss our coaching focus podcast, Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, the CoachMaze.com podcast, Players Court, and Bleachers and Boards. Oh, and don't forget to check out our flagship, the Hoopheads podcast, hosted by me, Mike Cleansing, and my co-host Jason Sunkel, featuring the best minds in the game from grassroots to the NBA. Hey guys, this is McKay with the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high quality, low priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on jerseybirdofficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com.
Welcome back to Hashtag Lakers. I'm here with McKay and Austin. Um, so, guys, Frank Vogel says that uh, the Lakers don't necessarily have a specific player in mind or even a specific skill set, uh, f- for that matter, in mind when it comes to filling their final roster spot. Uh, however, it looks like they'll continue to monitor who becomes available in late buyout situations and see who they can sign uh, before the deadline, which is, I believe, April 9th, to uh, sign someone that would be eligible to play in the playoffs. Um, but uh, so with that said, like, I want to get your thoughts about his comments and also, you know, um, ask you guys, you know, what type of player the Lakers should be looking for, right? Pursuing based on the needs of the roster. Uh, despite his comments, I think he was just being very, very um, uh, uh, um, diplomatic, right? Um, but uh, what do you guys think uh, of uh, of these comments? I do think it's probably at this at this juncture they're probably not going to find a true impact player. And we give a lot of we we talk a lot about um, bio targets and stuff, but you can make an argument that last year Markeith Morris was the best of all the buyout players um, last year. So the odds of the Lakers getting two really good buyout players is kind of unlikely. There's only really one or two players that I think would be difference makers for the Lakers. So if they were able to land, uh, so if the Magic buyout Otto, Otto Porter Jr., I think yep. that could be a potentially really, really good ad because he's a career. Mm-hmm. I, I believe he shoots over 40% from three over his career and he's really? a really strong defender. Yeah. He would be, he would be a big difference maker. I think he's one of the NBA's like more underrated players. Um, so I think he would be, he would be an awesome addition. I just, I don't know if the magic are actually going to buy him out. I don't know if they'll come to the Lakers out of all the teams. Cause I'm sure a lot of teams will be looking at him. Um, another guy who I think would be kind of cool to bring uh, would be Avery Bradley. Um, obviously, he didn't really like. I think he was banged up with the Heat a little bit this season. Um, who knows if the Rockets are going to buy him out? Um, if they can get him, I mean, that's a pretty solid option. He's a decent three-point shooter. He's an excellent defender. Um, it's hard to know how much any of these guys would like spend in the rotation right now. Um, but Avery Bradley would make a lot of sense because he's already been with this team. He knows Vogel's system. He's been a starter. Uh, he, he'd be pretty easy to plug into the rotation without having to change too many things. Um, but even then, it's last year you didn't really have THT and then Schroeder, or Schroeder and uh, Harrell weren't even on the team. Uh, now we have Drummond. So it might even be hard to get somebody like an Avery Bradley into the rotation. Um but I think those are the only two guys, uh, Porter Jr. and Bradley, that could actually be a pretty impactful player even when the playoffs get here. Uh, I, I agree. Um, I think the most impactful player that we could pick up it would be Avery Bradley if he can um, get 100% healthy and um, and if the Rockets buy him out. You know, we'll see. Um, he knows our system. He actually, before we went into the bubble, he was uh, – Probably our number three guy. Uh, he he was very consistent for us, um, scored well, was an excellent defender, and I think he fits right in with with our style of play and would be the best addition should he be available. Um, you know, we're 
I've I've heard um, rumors of us leaning towards getting kind of a three and D guy, and Avery Bradley would fit that perfectly. But if we're just uh, thinking in terms of getting um, a great score, uh, Kyle Korver is still out there. Um, we could pick up somebody like him. Uh, I really hope we don't pick up J.R. Smith again, <laughs> even though that Dion Waiters. Uh, yeah, right. No, I think Dion Waiters actually officially retired. So, um, I don't think he officially did. I think he hinted at it. I don't know okay. if he made anything official. Yeah, I, I, I mean, he he was great, you know, but um, he, he's on his way downhill. Uh, yeah, Austin Rivers, you know, he yeah, he's a great player, and he's he is he's um he's a free agent right now. I think. Uh, he could be an excellent pickup for us as well, and he could immediately contribute. Um, he played really well in his stint with the Clippers, um, was a great backup point guard, and um, showed that even when some of their star players were down, that he could uh, take over a game and and be that score for them. So I I think he's a really viable option right now too. Yeah, I think all um, you know those. The three guys that I'm looking at is um, uh, like Austin, like you said, um, Otto Porter Jr., Avery Bra- and Avery Bradley, and then McKay. You you mentioned Austin Rivers. I think those three guys would be my top pick if there was a um, a choice be- between any of them. Though um, I would probably, I feel like we need someone uh, like a um, like you said, McKay, three and D wing. Um, uh, Avery Bradley can can fill that role, but he's a little short. I think Otto Porter Jr. would be a perfect, a more perfect fit for that. Um, you know, um, like like uh, Austin said, he's a career forty something percent three point shooter. He's not bad on D. He's pretty good at there. Um, so I think that he would be the the top candidate. I I hope so. Um, if he does get bought out by the by, by the magic, who knows if that ever happens? Um, but if if none of those guys, if not uh, if Otto Porter Jr. or Avery Bradley aren't bought out, um, I would uh, definitely look to Austin Rivers because I think he would, uh, like you said, McKay would be an immediate impact for the team. Uh, last year he played with the Rockets, and I felt like he pretty did a pretty solid job alongside um uh, james harden so uh that'd be pretty pretty sweet to have him uh in this team um but yeah we'll see i I guess we'll see what happens uh it's next week is the deadline um and lakers are monitoring so um we'll see what happens uh i i have on the list here jabari parker as well i know he's not a great three-point shooter but he is athletic uh, I don't know about his defense, though. What do you guys think about Jabari Parker? I, I mean, if yeah, he did go through uh, two season-ending injuries, both ACL tears, um, that obviously are going to have an impact on his level of play at this point. Um, but if he could get back to anything close to what he was pre-injuries, he was... He was looking like he was going to be all-star status, you know, same as, as Jonas. Um, they were looking like they were going to be an incredible duo. Um, even after his, I'm trying to recall if it was after his second injury, but I, I know after his first injury, he was looking really good. Um, 
he he was playing well. He's efficient, and I I think he could be um, a great addition. Uh, addition, though I'm not sure um, where he would fit in our lineup right now. Um, I I feel like we're a little bit crowded um, in his position, and. Uh, I, I mean, I, I guess we'll see. You know, I, I don't think he really fits exactly what we're looking for. But I I do really like him as a player um, when when he's healthy. Yeah, the problem with uh, adding another four is that, so once AD comes back, that means we have, uh, we have AD at the four. Uh-huh. We have uh, we have Kyle Kuzma. Yep. And then Fogel has even talked about playing Trez at center and exactly. putting Gasol at the four every once in a while. So uh, it's, yeah, it's just a little overcrowded. Um, yeah. He is intriguing um, because of his past success. Uh, maybe if he's someone you want to just kind of stash on the bench and kind of just like get a feel for, it could be interesting, especially when you keep taking into consideration um, 80s injuries this season. Right. I mean, what we're all talking about, like, yeah, he's going to come back, but what if he comes back and then gets hurt again? Exactly. Maybe at that point, having somebody like Parker could be smart. Um, but at the end of the day, if we're talking in mind with uh, AD and LeBron playing, I just I want them to find a shooter. Yeah. The problem, yeah, a three point shooter. Because the problem is, is KCP is too inconsistent. Yeah. Um, Wes Matthews got off to a great start yesterday and then kind yes. of fell off. Uh, the whole team. <laughs> yeah no exactly yeah he's just been he's just having he's having a really hard time getting into a rhythm this season um so we don't have any great three-point shooters and as much as like somebody like danny green struggled last year he at least had he at least had like a pretty he had pretty decent numbers throughout the season i think west matthews right. uh, i'd have to look it up i think he was shooting like 20 percent last time i checked from three That's which bad. is way below his career average uh he's gotten it he's gotten up a bit but i think there was a point where he's shooting less than 30 percent this year um yeah. so there's always a chance i'm not gonna freak out if they don't get a three-point shooter because we have seen uh we have seen kcp step up in the playoffs mm-hmm. met west matthews has been a like a strong three-point shooter his career of 38 from uh from three right so there's always a chance he'll he'll get back in the swing of things lebron started off the season great from three and kind of slunk but he'll be back and then ad is he's he's a decent enough three-point shooter he's not going to take a lot of shots no right um so uh the problem is you have players like trez and drummond who just aren't ever going to shoot threes um <laughs> well you, then, you saw trez shoot one I think I think I looked at I think I was looking at the other day. I think Trez is averaging 0.2 three-point shots <laughs> yeah. a season a game. Yeah. Yeah. Um so we just need we need a guy. I think somebody, I mean, we didn't even talk about that. I, I should have brought this up. If Wayne Allen, I don't think the plan is to buy out Wayne Ellington. Probably not. But he's a guy who shoots a pretty good percentage and he shoots a lot of threes. That's really the kind good. of guy that we need. Yeah. Um, somebody who's just gonna catch and shoot threes all day um so that that's my biggest focus right now and other than that i just i don't see anybody else i mean anybody can have an i think somebody like austin rivers would be really good right now while lebron is out i think once lebron gets back somebody like austin rivers is kind of his role is less important right um but if you find a three-point shooter if you find a strong shooter 
they're going to be valuable mm-hmm. no matter what. So like you mentioned, Akala Korver, I wish we could have figured out a way to get JJ Redick or George Hill, one of those like <laughs> proven elite three-point shooters. But That'd be nice. We're not going to, yeah, they're not going to get one of those. So no, if they could settle, I mean, Otto Porter wouldn't be a settle because he's a 40% career three-point shooter. Um, yeah. But somebody like an Avery Bradley, yeah. Wayne Ellington, I think can certainly help. Um, there's no, yeah, there's no reason to try the J.R. Smith or Dion Waiters thing again. They're both, they both like to shoot a lot, but they don't make a lot of shots. So <laughs> yeah. it'd, be great, it'd be great to have a guy who wants to shoot a lot, but actually makes them. Right, right. Um, all right, well, I guess we'll see what happens. We got a week to figure it out, um, and we'll see if the Lakers do end up filling the roster spot. Um, I guess there's a chance that they don't, so who knows? Um, all right, guys, uh, let's take our last break here, and when we come back, we'll talk about the uh, briefly the upcoming seven-game road trip for the Lakers. So stay tuned, and we'll talk to you guys in a minute. Hey guys, let me tell you about these delicious protein bars. They're called Built Bars. Ever heard of them? The typical protein bar is dense, gritty, and difficult to chew. Not Built Bar though. The texture is light and fluffy, and it's covered in perfectly tempered, 100% pure dark chocolate. With each bite you take, you will think you are cheating on your diet, indulging on a chocolate dessert. We think you'll agree. There isn't a more delicious way to get your protein. Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream. It's like eating a candy bar. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order at BuiltBar.com. Welcome back to Hashtag Lakers. I'm here with Austin Boyd and McKay Westbrook. Um, Guys, so the Lakers have a a seven-game road trip coming up. Um, Obviously, they they come back home to L.A. this weekend for the second game against the Clippers, but, you know, it's still considered a road trip nonetheless. Um, Here's who we are playing during this trip. We got the Kings, uh, Clippers uh, next. After that, they are currently third in the West. Um, right. And then we have the Raptors after that. Then we got the Nets, our um, last matchup with them. They're currently number one in the East. Uh, then the Knicks after that, who are the sixth. And then the Hornets at fourth place in the East. Um, now, I think we need to keep in mind that the Lakers have lost five of the last seven. I'm not sure if this upcoming road trip will do them favors. Um, but uh, especially because, you know, Andre Drummond is now injured. Um, but, uh, you know, h- how are you guys feeling about this this road trip? How do you think the Lakers are going to do here? Um, I mean, obviously with um, so many of our players injured, um, I, I don't expect us to come out with a winning record. Um, I would hope that we could kind of figure it out, but even when 
it seems like we're we're kind of firing on all cylinders. It's uh, a win is is hard to come by if we don't have um, LeBron out there. So, um, yeah, you know, with the probable um, wins are going to come against the the Kings and the Raptors. Um, we the the East has um, notably weaker teams than the West and we could uh, pick up wins against the Knicks and the Hornets if we were to have uh, a winning record, but um, teams like the Clippers, unless they decide to sit Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, which um, very well could happen because um, they have sat those two players um, on various occasions this year. Uh, I I think that one's going to be a tough win. And then um, the Nets obviously are, the number one team in the East. Now, I think it would be really interesting if we had Andre Drummond back um, for that that game against the Nets, just to see how well our defense stacks up against the Nets. Um, I know a lot of people have talked about uh, that being kind of the exciting matchup is the Nets versus the Lakers in the finals. Um, and I, I absolutely think think that it will be just from the utter amounts of of stacked star power that the nets have um but in terms of of defensive rating they're actually pretty low on the totem pole and i think um that that'll end up being the difference but it'll be interesting to see in uh this early matchup how we do against them especially without lebron and ad yeah there's definitely so they have they have to beat the Kings. If they don't beat the Kings, it could things could get really bad. Unless, like you said, Paul George and Kawhi set out for the Clippers game. Um, so they need to beat the Kings. They probably need to beat the Raptors. And then if they could just pick up one against the Knicks, Clippers, or Hornets, I think I think they're going to be in a pretty good spot for when. Because I think probably after this, I, I think AD is closer to returning than I hope realize. so. <laughs> yeah. I think he's, I, I can't imagine he's that much further off. I mean, the Lakers, if the Lakers do go three and three in this next stretch, they might actually hold off AD a little bit longer because at that point they're kind of rolling. They're probably still in the top six seeds in the West. Um, so they might wait a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, if they could go three and three in the stretch, that's great. Um, the Nets, it's a, it's a huge bummer that we're getting two Nets matchups this year and AD and AD won't be in won't have played in either of them. And then LeBron uh, only played in one of them. So that's kind of a bummer, but it will make the finals more interesting if both teams go. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think, I think the Lakers, I mean, things aren't great right now, but I do think it could be a lot worse. Um, So yeah, if they can pick up two or three wins in this next, uh, this next road trip, I think they're looking pretty good for the rest of the season. And obviously like the season shortened, so the playoffs aren't that far off. So if they could just stay above water for a couple more weeks, they'll be fine because I, I don't think anybody like if AD and LeBron come back healthy, I don't think anybody thinks they have any shot of losing in the first round of the playoffs, no matter who they play, even if they're, even if they fall to the eighth seed and they play the one seed, like it's just, it's hard to imagine even with a, even with uh, AD and LeBron missing so much time, it's just hard to see them losing to any team in the West right now. 
Yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, I would agree. I think it's going to be a tough stretch. I forgot to mention that that they do also play the Heat after, in between the Raptors and the Nets game, um, so that's going to be a tough matchup. Um, <laughs> just because uh, now they have Oladipo up over there, and um, I think it's going to be, uh, you know, uh, they're they're another one of those super teams, right? Um, but uh, like like you guys have been saying, I think at best. <laughs> At best, maybe three of the seven, hopefully. Um, and uh, but who knows? Maybe we'll lose them all. Like it, uh, it really depends. Um, really depends. Really, uh, one on um, whether or not AD is going to come back and it, it during this stretch, um, and as well as AD uh, two, Andre Drummond. Um, I think he's only out for like a a, a game or two. Um, I guess, uh, also, I mean, it, it'll depend on the consistency of our, our guys here, which, um, and we've alluded to it, like they really haven't shown that they could without LeBron and AD. And even then, um, uh, our role players, I, I think, uh, uh, I mean, I mean, there's like a couple of guys, right. That can, that can, that are pretty consistent, Trez, Kuz and Schroeder, uh, but the latter or Schroeder, but the latter two are like more, are, are, are borderline consistent, um, just really depends on the matchup, depends on the night with those two. But Trez, I feel like, is, is pretty consistent with what he does and what he puts in uh, the effort that he puts out there in the floor. Um, I just hope that during this stretch, I hope the Lakers really search deep within themselves. <laughs> find that motivation to win these games. Like, find that ump that, uh, you know, I hope they, you know, just just get some ganas, man. Like, echete las ganas, man. Just, like, come on, dude. Uh, I, I, I know part of it is is vocals rotations. But, you know, but but that's the, that's the name of the game, right? Um, with, with with limited practices, you're trying to figure things out. Like we've talked about in the, the other uh, segments, um, and we're just trying to figure out how to best optimize each player in the team, given each uh, matchup, even given each situation. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I uh, I don't know where we're going to come out here, realistically, after the seven-game road strip, uh, road, road trip. Um, we might come out sixth seed, or maybe even the seventh seed. Uh, but I hope. I hope we we don't. I hope we can we can find some some wins here and come out uh, uh, four or five at the highest <laughs> that we can come out. Yeah, the Lakers they do have talent outside of AD and LeBron, like Kyle they Kuzma, do. Dennis Schroeder, Montrez Harrell, like Taylor Horn Tucker, Alex Crusoe. These are all good players. So I don't right. think I don't think they're like the Magic bad. Um, no. I think I, th- I think it's just once LeBron like LeBron does so much once right. he leaves, it kind of throws everybody for a loop. But now mm-hmm. it's been a now it's been a couple weeks. It's time to start. It's time to start. Like Kyle Kuzma, I mean, before LeBron showed up, he looked like he's going to be a superstar. He's averaging twenty almost twenty points a game. Right. I'd like to see him do a little. I mean, he's not he's not playing bad by any by any stretch but no no i'd like to see him kind of step up and be like oh i'm the third best player i i can score 20 points a night when ad and lebron aren't here uh and we haven't really seen that um but i feel like he's kind of like the key to this whole thing because he's done it before where he's done a lot like you said trez is super consistent he's gonna give you 20 points every night 
Schroeder, uh, Schroeder's pretty consistent too. Uh, you'd just like to see a little bit more from like Kuzma stepping up, maybe see a little bit more of Taylor Horton Tucker. Everybody's talking about who's going to be a future star. Right. Um, and he's obviously, he's only 20. He can't even mm-hmm. drink a beer yet, but he's, he, he could, I think he could do a little bit more too. Like, like I said, sure. they have talent. This is a great opportunity. How so many of these Lakers are going to be free agents next season. Like this is such a good opportunity to show off, um, to show off, like, hey, I'm actually a good player. I'm just kind of, I'm actually like an emerging star, but I'm kind of held back by the fact that we have these superstars who do most of the work. Right. Uh, yeah. So if we can see a little bit more from Kuzma, THT, uh, it would definitely, I think, I think it would help the team a lot. And you know who one of those players is that I think um, I'm, I'm kind of surprised hasn't done that yet, but has done that in the last couple of years um down the stretch when we're a little bit shorthanded is kcp um he's usually when when other players are are out been the one to to step up i think um the current role he's playing uh maybe just how things are are drawn up he's not um kind of the one that that they're having get as many touches um but i would love to see him kind of reemerge and and to play that level of basketball that we've all seen and we all know that that he can um i i really feel like it's got to be kind of that big group effort from everybody everybody's gotta really have uh good games in order for us to to pull through this stretch but um i i think we've got people that are capable um you know, I've, I've said it in the past, but I think this time without LeBron and AD can be uh, very good for the Lakers in some ways. It could be very productive if the rest of the squad can learn how to deliver when Anthony Davis and LeBron James aren't there or aren't producing themselves. If, if we've got some people who... Um, can up their consistency, I think it's going to make us all that more dangerous come playoff time. Oh, for sure, man. Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens, right? We'll see what happens here. Um, starts off with the Kings, ends with the Hornets. So we'll see where we we end up. Um, hopefully we can get some wins, like we said. Um, all right, guys, I think that does it for today. Hey, Austin, thanks for joining the show. We appreciate you you hopping on today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, you Feel free to invite me back anytime. Oh, we're for sure. We're for sure going to definitely invite you back on. Um, but I'm going to give you this time real quick to, to put a plug into where our listeners can find you uh, on the on the World Wide Web. Oh, cool. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So you can follow me on Twitter and uh, Instagram at Austin CJ Boyd. Uh, and then, yeah, you can just follow any of my writing uh, at heavy.com. Um, we have a Facebook page, uh, heavy. Uh, it's facebook.com slash heavy on Lakers. Um, and yeah, me, uh, me and a couple other guys, we check out a, all the latest a bunch of Lakers news. We even have some, um, we even get some cool exclusive content. So give us a follow there as well. Sweet. Awesome. Thanks Austin for, for, for joining the show again. All right, guys. Um, that does it. Um, we are available on dash radios, nothing but net channel on Saturday mornings. You can also catch us on Apple podcast, Spotify, and many other listening platforms. Do us a favor 
and head on over to Apple Podcast, subscribe and give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate the follows there and all the reviews. It'll help us continue to produce the show. You can also follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod and on Instagram at hashtag Lakers. Guys, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time. In the Admiral refrigerator, the door is closed, the lights out. Butter's getting hard, the eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.